Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. to the uh, fourth episode of TLR, Tawanda, Tawanda's Live Request. I am your host, Tawanda. I'm here with my producer, Nick, and my homie, special guest, Devin Walker. What's going on, bro? Yeah, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. Of course, man. I'm happy to be here. Happy to have you here. I'm happy to be... I'm happy just... I'm just happy. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm really in a good place. And as you guys don't know, this is the music podcast where you discuss your problems and I give you musical solutions. All right. First things first, I got a request in. Yeah, all the way from Austin. Okay. Yeah, which is surprising. Did you actually? This yeah. Is, oh, I actually got a request in. From I thought Austin. you were referencing me. No, <laughs> no. We'll get. We'll get to you. Oh, we we'll get to you. People, 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 fuck with the movement, bro. People okay. fuck with the movement. All right. First request is uh, not enough hours in my day to get everything done. Mm-hmm. Not enough hours in my day to get everything done. So I feel like this person right now is feeling a little bit overwhelmed. They're feeling under the gun. They have to do things. And it doesn't seem like it's like a positive, oh, my God, I have so much to do. It's fucking great. Mm-hmm. It's like I have to do all this shit. So the song I chose for this is called uh, Grind Mode by YG featuring 2 Chains and Nipsey Hussle. So we're going to play a little bit of that. Show you what it's about. Okay. And little, we're gonna keep A little bit of a posse cut. Yeah, a little posse cut. Okay. This is off YG's album, 400 Degrees. Back when he was like 21, which is crazy to think about. It's wild that YG had um, Tooted and Booted, yeah. which came out in like 2010. And then he kind of like went dark for a minute. And then maybe like five years later, he was like popping again. Yeah. He like went under the radar. Exactly. With so Ty Dolla on yeah. Tooted and Booted. Yeah, Ty Dolla Sign was just on. He's on every single song. Yeah. So let's play a little bit of this. Daily process. Daily process. Back when DJ Drama used to be all like the intro and shit, it gets you hype. Don yeah. Cannon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Cannon. Back hey. to the studio. Cannon. 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 Who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Who's that? That's YG. Because so, YG, this thing about YG too, YG was hella young when he first dropped. Okay. This is when he was like 21, so this is like, I swear to God. His voice dropped a lot. It also just... It sounds like he's trying to do a Southern thing. Yeah. It sounds like he's trying to sound like he's from Atlanta. That's why it's 400 degrees. Right. Most makes sense. It's weird. Think about YG's voice yeah, now. Okay, you can hear it a little. I can hear yeah. it a little bit now. He has like an effect on it. Yeah, there's a lot of phase phasering going on there. I ain't no 
Okay, I was a little bit insensitive. But... <laughs> <laughs> you don't say about the blow at 9 11. That's like. What year did this song come out in? <laughs> Too <Where>? soon. <laughs> <laughs> But this out, this is off of 400 degrees. It was crazy because, like, I remember when it came out, I didn't get why he called it that because 400 degrees, like, if you can try this, uh, 400 degrees was a juvie, it was juvenile's like debut album, right? That's a big <laughs> album. So, like, YG, no, so YG, like, he's like inspired, he's, he's inspired by like a juvenile in a weird way. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I think that was very of an era. I think, uh, juveniles, I mean, uh, YG's what, probably about 30. Yeah, I, he might be younger than that. Yeah, so I mean, I feel like we all sort of like when we were young came up like the Hot Boys and like Juvenile and like Master. Like New Orleans was like running shit. Mm-hmm. New Orleans like, was running shit. Like bro. late '90s, I feel like it was like New York and New Orleans. Like there wasn't really, LA wasn't really popping at that point. Yep. At, Atlanta wasn't really popping in the way that they are now, or like they would become like you know maybe five years from now. I feel like it was like New York rappers in the late '90s and. In New Orleans, dudes. Yeah, but that's what's crazy because you're from like you're from Texas, right? You're from the you're from the South. Yeah. So like, yeah. So yeah, it's heavy down. there. It's heavy down there. But like, I remember around like this time, like when I was living in North Carolina and stuff. Yeah, the Hot Boys were big, but then like I moved right up to Boston, and it was just like just yeah. dry. Right. It was quiet. For Everyone them. was just like, all right, we care about New York shit. Yeah. Because like, all the East Coast. Yeah, it was not East Coast shit, and that's I think because when I moved up, it was like. Hot Boys are kind of cool, but next thing you know, Dipset came out and blew out everything. Oh yeah, it, Dipset was everything. Yeah, and I don't, I don't have much of a point of reference for for Dipset. Oh, that was like I like I like no, I know of them, and I knew all their big hits. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew the I knew Hey Ma, I knew Cameron's you know big songs, but I didn't really I don't have the same point of reference Dipset, that y'all probably do. Yeah, one of my biggest regrets was that like the double Dip, Diplomatic Community came out, and I didn't buy that CD. Mm. And it was like everybody was bumping it. This is before because this is before music was streaming. So right. it was like if you didn't have the album, you, you just, had to yeah, you had to physically purchase yeah, it if you, you wanted to listen. Yeah, so you, you didn't or know burn it from somebody else. Yeah, yeah or you had to burn it from somebody else. Yeah. You had to have you had to have a burner on your on your computer. Right. So it was just like I was just asked out. But y'all don't have a burner on your computer. I didn't have one at the time. Times were hard. But <laughs> no, <they> were <laughs> for real, yeah, like they were just giving out burners. Yeah, it man. was you know, back in back in like early two thousands. The burner was like I don't. I don't know if I had I had a friend you, who could burn stuff yeah, for me. Yeah, I don't went, know if I had one or not, but I definitely had access to a burner. I, this is how this is how I burnt albums later on. And what I used to do was like I used to go to my school's computer lab and then I would like download I download albums illegally onto like track by track mm. and then burn albums there. Mm. But I digress. If you're on a if you like have a lot of shit going on, dude in Austin, listen to this song, listen to grind mode, it'll get you through. Mm. It'll hold you down. All right, we got through it. It's dope. Nick just want to do shit, you know. What I mean, go yeah. out now. You can go out and do what you gotta do. If you want, if you need to burn a CD, yeah, you can burn a CD. <laughs> Make that happen. Make yeah. that happen. Also, I'd, I'd suggest uh, "Hustling" by Rick Ross. Oh, yeah. Let's play. Let's let's play. Let's play that real quick. Yeah. Let's play hustle. Let's play hustling real quick. Rick Ross makes great music for dudes who work in a warehouse. I don't know. <laughs> this, I don't know what this person does. I don't know. What oh their my individual god! Job I have no idea is, what they do if you, if you lift up boxes and crates, I feel like Rick Ross is really the theme song to what oh you need to be god. doing. Debbie Company is drawn. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how I completely forgot about hustling. Like, that's. Let's remember. Just uh, the intro is yeah, such a yeah. ramp. Remember Cat uh, Williams did yeah, that whole yes, thing yes. on? That was one of the funniest. That's things. one of the greatest things ever. Let's, play, let's, let's just play the intro to this shit. We also don't give Cat Williams his due. And we need to be talking about him more. We're dedicating this play right now to, okay. to, to Cat, Cat Williams, Williams. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. We'll see you, pimping. Stay off the pipe. <laughs> he's not on the pipe, bro. <laughs> how dare you make that? No, he's just. He's too real, alright? He's not on drugs. I don't think he's on drugs. That's not that's not But play the song, Nick. <laughs> play the song. Come on. You do want to move Mad Box to this. Come on. There's a box right here. I'm holding I'm going Oh my assembly, god! You got the assembly line moving, dog. What you mean? Okay, uh, everything. The forklift. I'm swinging the forklift around let's in the go, warehouse. Bro. I'm working hella crazy. I'm working a double. Yeah. <laughs> you got kids to feed. Yeah. I'm worried about Christmas right now. 
Yo, I believed every word he was saying too. We all did. I thought he was really selling drugs. Like, for real. Yeah, and honestly, even when it came out that that was fake, I still believe. I was like, you still painted a beautiful portrait of, of this character. Yo, you, did, you did a great job. I remember I was at my in my um, college apartment. We spoke with me, some of my homies. We listened to Rich Off Cocaine, mm-hmm. and my homie Darius stopped, put like his um, he stopped and just sat there quiet for a minute, and was like, you know what? I believe him. <laughs> I believe him. Yeah, man. I don't care what Fifty Cent said. I believe every. Yeah. I believe him, and I was like, I, I feel you, bro. I remember uh, when my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy came out. Yeah, he had that verse on. Oh uh, God, what what song was that? Uh, uh, Devil in a Red Dress. Devil in a Blue Dress. Is it blue? It's blue dress. I don't remember. It was Devil in a Blue Dress. Okay, whatever. Anyway. He there's like a long there's like a guitar solo. Yeah. Kanye finishes his verse and then there's like a long guitar solo on the album version for like it's like a minute. It's, yeah, it's, it's a long, it's a long Bear. time. Yeah, it's like a long long solo and then Rick Ross comes in and I forget what he says. He's like he says something like looking at my bitch you can tell that I'm a boss or something like that. Yeah. And it's just the most beautiful thing and he like did this whole like drug dealer chic thing where he talked about wearing like velvet slippers and I was like I don't care what anybody says this man is he's exactly who he says he is one of the greatest lines on that song is he was like God bless the man I put, put this the- ice over uh, getting Tupac money twice over it's oh my god and that shit it's it's powerful it's masterful it was you know, I knew it was I knew how legit that verse was when Rick Ross did a music video for just that verse. Yeah. That oh did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. It did a video for that. Also a fun fact, in his book he talked about how like because Bonnie Vera is the guitar on that. Okay. And he had no idea who Bonnie Vera was. Like uh, he smoked he, he smoked a blunt with him, hung out with him for, That like, makes total sense. Uh, he hung, hung out with him in a room, smoked smoked mad weed with him, had no idea he was gonna say, I just thought this was some cool ass white boy. Yeah. It would that. be weirder to me if he did know it's who Bonnie, Bonnie Vera was. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Rick He's Ross, my favorite artist. <laughs> <laughs> Rick I Ross, love his music. He owns too Nobody who owns that many wing stops know who knows who Bonnie Bear is. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't be a wing stop franchisee and also know about for Emma forever. Bro. You get Those a four piece go- with a free Bonnie <laughs> <laughs> I love that Rick Ross just owns a bunch of wing stops that's, and checkers. Does he really? He owns, oh, that's him too? He owns checkers too. That's that's the fat kid dream. If you want a media, if you want a mediocre burger, go to checkers. Checkers is fine. Check, yeah, that's what oh, I'm saying. It is, yeah, it's yeah, fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah. What's yeah. the big? No, Boston doesn't have a burger chain, like a big one. Because I remember burgers. You have Wall Burgers. Hey, that's tough, guys. Does the owner of your? Does the owner of any other burger line have their own Jordan? Yeah, and also those Jordans suck. No, they don't. Yeah, those Jordans are trash. The lime green fucking Jordan fours. Gross. Them just is fire, bro. You have to eat the burger and wear the sneaker. <laughs> you eat the burger. You eat the burger, wear a sneaker, and then you get a blind of Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> Right. With like a stick. Yeah, with a stick. <laughs> I get an expunge from your record. All right. Yeah. All right. With that said. Yeah, with that said. Then, <laughs> Devin, what's your what what's your favorite song? Uh I didn't I couldn't pick a favorite song because that's it's that's too challenging. But I picked I I had a couple songs that I like right now, and the song that I picked that I'm listening to a lot right now is a song called Helen Back by Baker. Baker. Or B- Bakar. I don't know how you. I don't know how you pronounce Baker, it. Bakar, I think it's Bakar. It's probably Bakar. He's probably. It seems like an African name that he shortened. Yeah, it's I think it's probably. Really good. He's a. He's he's from the UK, and I've been following him for a little bit. Yeah, it's. I, I don't. I could assume he's from the UK. Also, it's just like yeah. shout out to African niggas who can like shorten their names in a way that's like cool. Yeah, is that not your name? Tawanda is that not is your whole name Tawanda? My whole name is Tawanda. Oh, because it, yeah, it's, it's, I really it's, felt like it was you know part of a greater whole. Oh no no no! I would if, I would say a greater whole at this point because it's just like mm. I've met too many women named Tawanda in my yeah, life. Sure, and I've had too many situations where somebody's like, "Oh, Tawanda," I thought it was like right. And then you have to. Add, I guess have, if you had a longer name, you would have picked a different portion that wasn't Tawanda. Yeah, I could mm-hmm. I, I could have a, a good portion mm-hmm. to pick. Because right now it's like Tawan. Is that more of a Nigerian thing? I feel like everybody nah. has a really long name is Nigerian. Yeah. I mean, everyone like has, like, in my like, my family, people have some long ass names. Okay. Like, I have family members named like Tino Tenda, mm-hmm. Tafadzwa. Like, oh, yeah. yeah I know Tafadzwa. Yeah. Yeah. We all, yeah. We all know one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's play this. Let's play Helen Back by Bakar or Baker. Bakar. I like this. 
everything, I was lonely. Now you're my everything, I was lonely. Missed a lot of love with a lot of drugs till I found you. She liked petty crime, she had green eyes like Mountain Dew. And where she go, I'll never know where friends bounce to. I guess it's their loss, but they'll never know what we'll mount to. Yeah, you can get on like a double decker bus to this. Absolutely, absolutely. It's yeah. a very uh, sounds like a nice stroll through the city, yeah. you know, or a nice night. It's just it's got a smooth like I don't know. It's got like an old like Motown kind of feel yeah, to it. Does, too. Yeah, I remember there was an era where. UK artists like after Amy Winehouse uh-huh. it was like Duffy uh-huh. Uh-huh. Adele there's a whole yeah, bunch doing that. the retro song yeah, exactly yeah and it sounded kind of like this yeah. and it's interesting now that we're old enough that we that we could see trends like form and then die and then like already come back again like that's mm. what I think about with autotune and rap yeah. we saw autotune pop up like a decade ago and then die off completely and now it's like back in full force or maybe it's not now but like very it's also, recently it's, it's become like it's become just an integral part it used to be yeah. like it, 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 was a no, it was a novelty at one point right, right, right. then like the novelty died right. but then it became just like another instrument right so and now, yeah, now like every like every teenage kid is just like auto-tuning himself all the time yeah, exactly and like yeah I don't know it's, it's that makes me feel like I'm getting older then I saw a trend pop up and then die and it's already become cool again and yeah. it's like vintage kind of now mm. but I guess I guess auto-tune didn't start with T-Pain so it was more it, like auto-tune started in the 80s yeah it started with, it started in the 80s but then it uh I think it started to come back on uh what's it called Kanye's first album College Dropout the intro to that there's no auto-tune on that there is College dropout on the, on the intro to college dropout. What is it? He's like when he said like at the end of it, he's like just don't tell anybody. Well, how's he? How's that part of the song? It's like there's a this, part. This that's the one with D Ray. Yeah, at the end, at the end at the end of it, he's just like I'm just not like everybody. What? I'm just not. Oh, but that's it's not a different. Like a, I, you're talking about off a skit. No, it's not. A, it wasn't. It wasn't. A, it's not a skit. I was not using auto tune on his first. I album. swear. I, I we can we can go. I know what you're talking about. Um, I feel like that wasn't at the beginning, though. It's, it's not at the beginning of the song, but it's like at the it's the at the end of the song. I see. Hmm. All right, I'll take it. But anyway, I feel like T Pain did it. T Pain, no, T Pain made it great. T Pain really popularized. T Pain it. turned it into like an instrument. Exactly, yeah, he did. But let's talk about Helen Back. Let's talk about this. So tell yeah. me, like, when's the first time you heard this? If you can remember, uh, like a couple weeks ago. It's oh, like a, wow. it's like a fairly new song. Yeah, so where'd you so where'd you hear it? Uh I just I've followed this dude already and uh it came up on like one of my playlists, like new music recommended for you. And I was like, Oh, he got a new project out. This came out probably like maybe two, three weeks ago. Oh wow. So like what did it make you feel? <laughs> uh I don't know. It really like I feel like I'm kinda turning a corner in my like experience in New York because like my first year was like fucking tough. Yeah, I feel like this kind of reminded me of that where it's like yeah you've been through like all this difficult shit and like now it's kind of you're starting to turn that corner yeah. this was like about a relationship mine was more about like a time of my life yeah this yeah cause it, to me when I heard it it came off very like cautiously optimistic yeah of just like alright you saw you like you found me in some shit but now mm-hmm. like I'm not there yeah and, like, now we're know, out of that we're out of that and as you said it's like a good like walk around the city where it's just like it's not easy mm-hmm. and it's like you're, you're but you're taking in all your experience and like you're growing from it you're better from it and it's like Things haven't gotten easier per se. It's mm-hmm. just that you've gotten used to it, and you've got you've gotten better. Right, you're improving, and you're right. getting better. So it's like I feel that. Like I, cause the first time like, when you sent a song to me, I listened to it. I was at the gym, mm-hmm. and I was just like on the treadmill, just like walking. And I started to jog to it, and it kind of just like it put a lot of stuff in perspective for me because it was like I was in this place where I was just like really a lot of stuff was happening. I had to manage the next couple of hours and whatnot. I wasn't trying to do it, but like. It helped streamline a lot of things where it's just like I'm not gonna avoid my problems. This this song is not about avoiding issues at all. It's just mm. like recognize to me it's like you recognize what's happening. Right. And you're gonna solve things one by one. Right. So it kinda feels like I could see myself like a montage of just like running errands, running difficult errands, like, all right, I gotta go mm. to my ex's house, I gotta grab like <laughs> I gotta get my old I get my old clothes, that and is I gotta a difficult go, errands. Then I gotta go from there and like I gotta go to like my job and like pick up mm. my lat like just do all this shit. Yeah. I gotta sell some stuff. Like it's but it's like it's difficult things but you can solve all that. So right. I fuck with it. I fuck with it, bro. Yeah, man. So uh I asked you 
earlier to talk about things that you're going through right now. Devin, you were discussing a situation you were going through, and you said that you wanted to become like you're trying to make that transition from being uh, make that transition into being a full time creative person. Yeah. So what do you mean by that? Man, I just don't want to. I don't want to have to do anything that's not like comedy related or like creative uh, related. Like I don't want to have to have a day job anymore. Oh yeah. That's really that's been. I mean, that's why I left Texas. Yeah. Because, like, I kind of needed to be out of there to, like... It felt like I needed to be out of there to, like, really make that a possibility. And, like, since I've been here, like, there's been, like, an opportunities in front of me that have uh, kind of made that seem like a possibility. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm kind of... It kind of feels like I'm on the verge of doing it, but it's just a matter of, like, that thing coming through. But, like, yeah, right now I just have, like, a job. I got a job where I have to go in and, like, kind of pretend to care about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's just... And I'm bad at I'm bad at pretending. Oh yeah, I'm, I think it's very apparent to everybody who works there. Like I don't really want to be there, and like I don't really care. Like I think it's like uh, I just realized that like everybody in my department has been going to lunch without me, and I was like my I was like low key heard about it for like a second. I was like okay, so y'all not even gonna like bring it up to me? And I thought about it, and I was like oh well, I guess every time they invite me to any group activity, I just go uh, no thank you. Like I like I guess I have turned them down for ever since I've started working there. So yeah, I guess but you want to be invited. You still want to be invited. I do, but like I, but if don't. I were them, I probably would have stopped inviting me too. Yeah, exactly. But like I, yeah, I think there's just like a. I don't know. I think there's just like a visible thing where I, I, people can just tell I don't want to be there and I want to just, I don't know. I, I want to stop having to pretend or even try to, or like thinking that I need to try to pretend. Yo, I feel that. I understand that completely because, yeah. excuse me, excuse me. In my last position, yeah, like I just had the energy all the time and you think to yourself first, like, yeah, it's a job. I can just like, I can work a job. I can do what I have to do. But like yeah. that energy just exudes. And it's not even like the job is bad. It's just that it's not what you want to do. Right. And you move, and especially when you move to the city right. to do something. Right. And then it's like, you're working again and you're signing up people who aren't doing stuff. Well, yeah. And you like, weirdly enough, the first job that I had when I worked here, I worked, it was a way worse job. I made way less money. Yeah. And uh, the hours were worse. It was just like overall, like worse work. But I worked around a lot of other creative people. It's like a lot of uh, like improv people. Some people are like actors. Some people did like like theater, mm-hmm. like did plays and stuff like that. But everybody just kind of had the same energy where they were just kind of like, we don't fucking care about this. Right. So like in that way, it was like very cool because like everybody was just like, none of this shit matters. We're just like, we're just doing this just because we like need something to like pay bills. Yeah. Uh, but at this new job, nobody is creative. And so everybody's like, oh, this is important. And that makes me so sad yeah this is it's, them it's like this is my this is part of my identity yeah exactly they're I, like going, they're like going to extra company events on the weekends yeah. and stuff like that and they're like trying to like rise up the ranks at this company and yeah. I just I can't like that energy is, is gross to me yeah it's, trust me I understand that completely yeah and um I know I know I know that that struggle and it's just like cause I I got cause I got fired recently from my position yeah and when they, when they told me I lost my job, mm-hmm. I literally like in the back of my head, I was like, "There are like four to there's like four to eight reasons why this totally makes sense." Yeah, that's yeah. I wouldn't. I would not be if if I went into work tomorrow and they fired me, I would not be shocked in the yeah, least. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I, yeah, I t- I totally get it. And it's like, and you and party is like you want to be like, oh well. I'm a creative. I want to do this. I want to do that. Yeah. But it's like to them, it's like if this is their life and they see somebody who's not treating it that way, treating it that way, right. they feel disrespected. Exactly. They're like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? Well, right. you're looking at them like, what's your problem? They exactly. look at you like, well, what are you doing? But anyway, uh, I like, I th- I sat back and I thought about a good song that would match this energy. Mm-hmm. And um, I found this guy named Sam Henshaw. Okay. And he has a song called Doubt. And I felt like this would match because I, I looked at the last song by Bacar and mm-hmm. I was like, "Huh, what would match this tonally?" But talks about this exact issue, mm-hmm. and I found the song "Doubt." So let's give it a listen, and I want you to tell me what you think. Okay. Manifested in weed, my old man. See, he invested in me mm-hmm. another penny in the world. Oh, oh, so. oh, another you British dude. What I need, the thing you 
I find that like British artists to accept they seem more in tune with their emotions. You think so? Something like especially like British like rappers slash singers, they're kinda like they're they feel they feel more vulnerable. Mm, interesting, you know? I like it. I'm not sure about that. I don't have an opinion about that one way or another. But I do like when a British person sings and raps, and you can tell that they're British. I was just gonna yeah. say, I, I hate when it's a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, wait, what? Like, when I heard LMA, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like just say, just use your accent. Yeah. It's to me that's that's what kind of sets you apart yeah, when right. you come over here, because it's like everybody sounds like Beyonce. You know, you sound like British Beyonce. Like, do your own separate thing. From Tottenham, so I could have been I love when they when they rep like they're different. <laughs> I'm from West Virginia. <laughs> I love when they shout I'm out. Str- I'm yeah. like Stratnum. What are your Jesus name? That's a. There's a song called Stratnum. Yeah. By, who's it by? Is it Dave? It might be Dave. It's Dave. It's, it's like you're from the, you're saying this proper British accent. They'll stat shit out you out there. Bro. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they got they got hoods everywhere. You go Tottenham. Nope. Yo. But yeah. it sounds it sounds sweet. It sounds quaint anytime oh. they describe it. Like yeah. You from the ends? I'm like, oh, let me pinch your cheeks. <laughs> That's how I'm watching Top Boy. Like, oh, you niggas is adorable. Yeah, exactly. you think they, they will kill. Yeah, they, oh. yeah I'm sure. They will. No. Mm. This reminds me of early John Legend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I can. I really hear that. Which means it sounds like early Kanye, because Kanye right. was producing all the early John, yeah. John Legend stuff. That first John Legend album, the first two, really. Oh my god. Those are very important albums to me. Yeah, they are. They're, they're so important. We can just take this down. So, yeah. So, that's Doubt by Sam Crenshaw. I like it. I'm a yeah. fan. Yeah. I found him also through like like a title playlist. He had a yeah. song called "Broke." It was just about how he just lost his job. Mm. He's trying to figure out like what to do, and he's like talking about like, and he's talking to this girl, being like, "I lost my job. Like, if I wasn't broke, how would you feel about me then?" Mm. It's like a twenty-one questions. It kind of kind of is, yeah. but it's not like a jail nigga, right? Because twenty-one sex and twenty-one questions is just it's a pure jail yeah. nigga song. Who was the Who's the love interest in Megan Good? Was it Megan? Okay, yeah. I knew it was one of those like, Yo. <laughs> like the super hot girls from like the mid two thousand. That shit, I remember seeing her in a video. That shit, like, I don't know why I was like hurt, but I was because I remember Megan Good from Cousin Skeeter and shit. Yeah, and I was like, oh, she likes like awkward dorky guys. I was like, I have a shot, and I saw her like mm-hmm. in Twenty Questions video, and I was like, damn, you like fifty, like. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't even I hadn't even thought about it that way. Yeah, and, um, and I think Tyson Beckford was in a video too. Well. I mean, but it's like, but he wasn't. I mean, but, hey, but he was. He wasn't the love interest. He was like the opposing goon. Oh, was that what it was? <laughs> what opposing f- goon? <laughs> that is very. That is very funny. That's a funny way to. The opposing goon with his like. He's like an Tyson actual supermodel. An actual, actual beautiful man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm in the streets. Like, really? No, 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 sir. Your eye, yeah. your eyebrows are tweezed. Yeah. You're not. You're a goon of no sort. With your super Asian eyes. That yeah. It's like what? No, like, how, like, how does that happen? How old is Tyson now? I don't know, but he's, I hope he's doing well. Shout out to Tyson. <laughs> Shout out to Tyson back. He's in, he in Zoolander. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Mm. But um, yeah, the song I like, I like, I liked it, and I chose it for you because what you're talking about is like that transition from um, being like part time creative to full time creative. Yeah, and while like. We're not necessarily saying like outwardly, oh, I'm so I'm so worried, I'm so scared. But yeah. It's just like a day job is always seems like it's, it's a cushion. Yeah, and I think like the and especially like I see how you're the way you move and the way like Nick moves, the way a lot of us move is like, oh, we're gonna come out here and we're gonna pursue our dreams, but we're gonna also like have this day job just in case and to, to help us prop this shit up. Right. But it's like it becomes more and more apparent as we go on in this that's like we need to feed our dreams more so we can like make them happen because you can't just be like hey I was working at my job every day until one day I got this golden opportunity and I was like you know what never mind it's like you gotta like you gotta make that commitment because you need to have the energy you need to put put your energy towards it and I think for me well I know for me it's like the doubt of just like if I fail at this then I'm just asked out and broke Yeah, it holds me back a lot but now it's like you just gotta push past that because we're here to do great things and we moved. We're here to do great things because that's the reason we moved here. Right. 
none of us are thinking, I'm going to move to New York and just, like, have the same life I had in the town I was in before. Oh, no. I mean, I don't even think that's possible. My quality of life is significantly lower. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I think, yeah, you come here because you're... I think everybody who comes here comes here because they want to be at the top of whatever their field is. Or they want to, like, seek greater opportunities that they couldn't get wherever they came from before. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It feels very possible here. It does. It feels it's possible. Hope. There's hope out here. Sometimes it, I don't know. Sometimes it can feel very close, and sometimes it can feel very far away. Because mm-hmm. I think you have friends. We all have friends who like, like we both, we all have good friends who work at SNL. You know, who are like doing fantastic. Yeah. You know, and like shit's really, ever like you know, shit's in a great place for them. Yeah. And it's weird when you're like kicking it with them, and like, oh, this is my homie, this is somebody I like came up with, but like that. While it seems attainable, it's also like, well, fuck. How do I how do I get that thing? Exactly. You know, like, how do I reach where they're at? And yeah, we have friends that are doing that, and it's also like we have friends where it's just like, it, to the extent they could be living the dreams that we had for ourselves. Yeah, they have, they're they're doing they're, they're doing the things that we wanted to do. Yeah, I know and, a lot of people. Like and, that. and it's like you got to sit back and be like, damn. So like, what's going on? And sometimes it's like hard because like you internalize and look back at yourself, and you're just like, like I want to I wanted to suggest the song um, "This Can't Be Life" by uh, Jay Z, Scarface, mm-hmm. and. Um, Beanie Siegel, yeah. but it's not like it's only available on title. I don't, I don't make people download title for of that. Of course, of course. But like Jay Z's rap, there's one part of the song where he's just rapping. He's like talking about how like before he was before he dropped his, his debut album because hey, Jay Z came out in like the late '80s. Mm-hmm. He didn't drop his album until '96, and he was like when Jay Z dropped his first album, he was like 28. Yeah, he was he was older. He was older. Yeah, and also he's like, and there's a, there's a line in that song where he's just like damn I'm gonna be a failure mm. I'm gonna be stuck with drugs thugs and paraphernalia like he's like I'm not gonna make it out of this mm. and it's just it, it's a it's a it's a part of the process yeah and it's just like we're supposed to like the doubt we feel I think we're supposed to like we, we try to ignore it but you gotta just go through it you yeah. gotta accept that that's a part of it because you and you're doubting yourself because like your dreams are so lofty and yeah. they're so attainable that you think that at the end of the day the only thing that stops you from accomplishing this is myself yeah like I have like so I think that that song will help and every, in times of, like just stress in times you have to make those like those leaps of faith that yeah. song gets you through it and I think uh, I think a big part of it for me cause like I don't know I, I like wasn't in a good place with like comedy like the way that I looked at it and I think a big thing for me was just like realizing that like you gotta feel good with yourself regardless of whether or not you're getting the shit right cause like I, I think I had put so much of my self worth in like am I getting this thing you know is this you know I didn't get this opportunity didn't get that didn't need that and it was like really getting me down and then I realized like okay well this is going to continue to happen the rejections that's always going to be present you know and it, but I think you can get to a point where you're having you're experiencing less rejection than than you were previously and I'm I'm hoping that's what's coming soon but like regard like regardless of like which way it goes like I have to be able to feel good and like feel happy on my own and that's uh it's been a good lesson. It's been a good lesson. I feel like since I've kind of had like a little paradigm shift in that way, yeah. like I've been, I've, I felt a lot better. Got to recalibrate sometimes, man. For real. Got to recalibrate. You got to focus. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, word. So, that song again was Doubt by Sam Henshaw. So, check it out. That'd be fantastic. Now, Devin, I need your help. Let's do it. Because I got a couple of requests here. Um, Let's see. What else can we choose? Oh, somebody just wrote in. They've been tired all the time lately. You got people writing in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, what are they what's what's going on? Just been tired all the time. Mm. So they've been tired all the time. They don't know. This like this it's pretty it's, it's pretty it's pretty basic. Nothing too crazy yet. Mm. Do they did they explain why they're tired? No, they didn't explain it. I just gotta like infer. Mm. And a part of it for me, the the what I take from being tired all the time, I think it's cause like you know the seasons are changing. We're we're, we're firmly in fall right now, mm-hmm. and the sun set the sun's setting a lot sooner. Yeah. So uh, seasonal people have seasonal depression and shit like that. It's colder, yeah. so it's just like it's hard to get up. Mm-hmm. You want to sleep, but you can't because you gotta keep moving. You gotta do stuff outside. And you gotta you gotta prepare for the winter. Hmm. So it's the it's tough, and that's that's the way I infer it. Okay. And they're just are they? I, I guess do you do you interpret it as they're like looking for energy? I interpret it as like they're looking for energy, but the way I want to go with it mm-hmm. is this: like you gotta take it as a sign to rest more, mm-hmm. because I think that a lot of us sometimes are just like, oh god, I'm so tired and I don't know what to do because I have to keep moving. I'm just like, nah, you don't have to keep moving. You can you could take a moment to yourself and like just r- relax. 
You have to relax. You have to maintain this vibe because you can't control the vibes that you feel. You got to just go with it and eventually those vibes change. So for that, I would say don't kill my vibe. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Mm. So let's play that real quick. Shout out to YouTube for <laughs> having ads that slow down the process. Uh-huh. They're getting so aggressive with that shit. They are. Like sometimes you watch, you have to watch two ads back to back. Uh, yeah, I knew this was the direction it was heading though. Yeah, no. What's good? What's scaring me now is that like it used to be just ads like, oh hey, go to my YouTube channel or buy Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, hey, so cancer's a thing, right? <laughs> 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 is there a product you want me to buy? Yeah. Donate to no, yeah. I just yeah. wanted to just remind you. Just, just remind want you, you to like, know, cancer's <laughs> out there and it's real. It's and it real. could be you or it's, your loved ones. Like, Here's I'm your video. Here's your rinky dink little video. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to watch the on the hotline video. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Here's what happened with Ricky. your little football team. Since you wanted to watch ball so bad, I just want to watch Pretty Ricky. Dog. Don't tell me about CTE. Not right now. I don't need to donate shit. So, that, so I think they just want us to get YouTube red so bad. But I'm not doing that. I won't do it. Paying for YouTube, I refuse. Yeah. All right, here we go. So let's play. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Even the way the song just starts. This song's a masterpiece. This album was a masterpiece. That's true. This is my favorite Kendrick album. Oh yeah, mine too. Easy. This shit got me through a lot of moments, bro. This is a good song to turn your phone off to and just like sit back. You smoke a little joint. Man, this Kendrick is amazing. I was in college when this came out. This is, this is like one of those ones where I remember exactly where I was the first time I heard it. Yeah. I had this, uh, I had this old Volvo. Yeah? And I, driving, and I bought the CD. I bought yeah? This, I bought this CD uh, at like a Best Buy. Word. And uh, yeah, I put it, and I just was driving around just to drive, just so I could like listen to it in my car. Yeah. Yo, I was working at my first temp job at Blue Cross Blue Shield or whatever. Okay. And I bought this album like, like I bought it on like iTunes, and I just like, I just like watched it download. I listened to it. I was like, oh my god, this is just like, it felt like, I didn't, I didn't live a life this crazy, but it felt like the life of like me and my homies and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it felt like it's like, oh, that, that's that's the experience that we all have, where it's just like. You know, you're trying to do your best, and it's like there's some niggas out there that are extra tough for no reason, and some of them have to be your friends, some of them aren't your friends, and you're just trying to, like, live. You're trying to get by, and, like, mm-hmm. there's things you don't want to do, but, like, you're doing it because that's just part of the life you're supposed to live. Exactly. And then you feel aimless at some points. It was just, like, that was, that album to me was, like, the black male experience. Exactly. It's, like, I think it connected to a lot of us because it's, like, even if it was, that wasn't your exact life, like, you could identify with a lot of parts of it. You know, even if, like, you and your boys didn't commit an armed robbery, yeah. you could definitely, <laughs> you, could, you could definitely, like, look at it and be like, I remember, like, being in a car with some dudes who were about to do some shit that I knew we weren't supposed to be doing, but, exactly. like, but that's my homie, so, like, we gonna go do that. Or, like, or, yeah, I mean, the whole thing was, like, them just all riding around together, and you, like, all that's relatable. Oh, we gonna go stop by this girl's house, because there's six niggas in the car, one of them knows one girl, yeah. and, like, Maybe she has two friends. Yeah, this is gonna like it's, this. Could, this could be this could be a thing. And it's just like yeah. you're just rolling, you're rolling around in your friend's whip, and it was kind of like, does your friend have his full license? Nah, not Probably yet. Probably not. And, no. and, and the, the he, car he's supposed to be driving with his parents. Yeah, and like, but he's not. Yeah, and the car is like a the car is a hoopty, but it's bi- it's big. Yeah. The car is like my or, homie. Or it's not big, and you just put hella people in there. Yo, my homie, I forget what it, I, I think they had like the not a Rav Four. It was the other Toyota SUV. But it was a huge. It was my homie Abinet had it. Forerunner. Yeah, we had a forerunner. Yeah, he had a forerunner. It was fucking huge, and we all used to pile into that shit. And then like we just drive around. I remember one day we were driving, we were driving. My homie Sean was like, "Hey yo, Abinet, stop the car." 
He doesn't stop. I'm going to stop the car. He doesn't stop. I'm going to fucking stop the car. And the minute he stops the car, a police car, like, rolls by. Mm. So if he didn't stop, he would have hit that car. Shit. And we were just like, oh, shit. It was... And it's weird to think of, like, that was just, like, that's just part of the experience where you're like, damn, like, you just think about those times, like, you know, you're supposed to get arrested, but you didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Certainly. So, yeah. Um, I tell you, whoever's always tired, just embrace it, man. Just embrace that you're tired. Get some sleep. Sleep sleep it off. But you're sleep, if you're sleeping more than, like, 10 hours a day, drink some coffee because, you don't. you don't need to do that. Okay. How do you feel, Devin? Uh, the song, I had to, like, look through my... Like uh, I had to look through. I had to, I had to like scroll through my my music app. I had yeah. to scroll through Apple Music and look. I'm gonna go with uh, "Biking" by Frank Ocean mm. because I feel like sometimes sometimes when I'm re- when I'm like tired all the time, like I don't want to like exercise, or, like be like physically active. But sometimes that's exactly what you need to like really completely like get you to sleep and like get that rest. It's just like to be more physical and like do more. That's real. That's real. And this is off of what album? Uh, it wasn't on an album. It's not on an album. No, Biking was not on an album. It was just like one of his Lucy's. Yeah, it was just like a Lucy. Uh, Frank Ocean is the master. Frank Ocean, I love him for the fact that like he's not he's not the best R and B artist out there. I'm not mm-hmm. talking no shade or whatever, but mm-hmm. the fact that he's like, hey, I'm gonna drop a song, yeah, and the whole world is just like, oh shit, and people just react to it like me. Like he, yeah. he he's got everybody on his page. Yeah, man. There's he, no pressure. He does something that very few artists in this era really can do. And I think it just comes from like being really confident. I think he's just like, I know that I'm making a really good product. And I know that I'm making something that's going to connect with people. So I'm going to put it out on my terms. I'm going to do it. I'm only going to work when I want to. Like, I'm going to make sure that like the system's working for me and not the other way around. Exactly. Yeah. I also think that a part of it is, um, you can press play, but like, I think a part of it is too, it's just like, he understands in himself, like, oh, this one with Jay-Z on it, this is, there's one with Jay-Z and Tyler. He doesn't, he, I think he also knows that he doesn't have to be that rich. But he is. He, yeah, he's real, he's, no, he's, no, he's, he's, he's not like, but he's not like, he's not as rich as like, he's not as rich as Kendrick. He's not rich as Tyler either. No. Mm-hmm. No, Tyler, no, Tyler, Tyler got more money than, than uh, Tyler, Tyler, you see Tyler's tours, Tyler's merch, but Frank just doesn't tour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I guess yeah, in that yeah, just in that way. Because like, even on the last when Blonde came out, he didn't do like a tour tour. He, he like did some shows. You're right. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I think he's like, I think he's like, I got plenty of money. I don't need to be. Yeah, I'm not in this for the money. I'm in this to like. Right. I'm in this for my art. And he has again plenty of money. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Probably not. He's but yeah, he doesn't. Tyler just like did Madison Square Garden. He doesn't have Frank doesn't have that kind of money. Yeah. But he doesn't want it. Exactly. It's ironic to talk about as Jay Z's in the background, like who's trying to get all the money. Yeah. Frank just kind of puts you at ease. Hey, man. That's what I'm saying. I think sometimes when you like. When you're feeling that way and you're feeling like anxious and restless, like I think Frank can be a great artist to listen to to just like, just like soothe you a little bit. I've been listening to a lot of Frank today. I think that's where I came from. Yeah, been listening. I'm Channel listening to Blonde yeah. most of the way through today. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe I got I got to come back to Blonde, but like yeah. I, I've never been in a place to like enjoy it properly. I was in the perfect place when it came out. I was like just, I was like right at the beginning of a breakup. That's where when, you need to be, when, bro. When, when blind, it was the ex, it was the perfect album for the time that it came out of my life. Yeah. And sometimes that's just important. Yeah. Sometimes it's just got to catch you at the right time. Yeah. Channel Orange came out at the time when it was just like I was near a relationship. I was out here like fucking around. Yeah. That, yeah. So that's where I, that's what's up to that. For but for uh but for Blonde, I was just like super single, mm-hmm. trying to find somebody. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't relate. Yeah, I get that. But I think also it's like Blonde is a good album too for like. I think it's a good New York album. Yeah, it's a good album. Why do you say that? It's a good album to be like, "Hey, what's your Instagram?" I don't have one. <laughs> what? That's not a New York album. Yeah, because it's like because New York because I feel like New York. <laughs> I think I was like, yeah, it's like, he's like, yeah, it's like New York, and I'm like, how? He's like, oh, you know, when you ask somebody if they have Instagram, and they're like, no. Nah, you know, it's like, New York. Like, no, good, like it's a good, it's a good Bushwick album, yeah. It's a good like. Yeah, I could, you can listen to this album like, oh, you're on the M or some shit, mm-hmm. 
and you're like you're headed somewhere, but you're not like really in a rush. And like, oh, it's, it's like you're kind of late, but it's like you're not trying not to panic because like it's not that serious. You're saying like right. you'll wait for the next train. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I like that feeling. Yeah. I like that feeling when you're like, yeah, I got somewhere to be, but like I got plenty of time. Exactly. And like the first train comes up and it's just a little more yeah. crowded than you want it to be, and you're just yeah. like, all right. So yeah, I think I like I like biking better than that. I like biking better than don't kill my vibe. So. If you're listening and you're too tired, listen to Biking, man. You'll be all right. Now, I want to talk to you about, in our closing segment, I want to talk to you about my situation. I yeah. want you to help me out with this. Okay. So, pretty much what I'm going through is um, my birthday is coming up. You know, I'm going to turn 31 mm-hmm. in about a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm at a place where it's just like, there's a lot of shit that I don't have. Like, I don't have a job. Mm-hmm. I don't have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't have... um. I don't have much traction with comedy stuff right now, mm-hmm. but I also like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just like, I don't have responsibilities. So I'm trying to figure out like how to be happy about the fact that there are things that while I'm like lacking quote unquote, there are things I don't have. So I feel, I want to feel free in that. Mm. And you're looking for a song for that feeling. Yeah. Hmm. Well, while I think about that, I think that, um, while I think about that, man, I think that I have a I have a friend who just got fired from their job also. And like what I talked to her about was like, I think you got to look at how fortunate you are to like be fired and like not immediately like have to like struggle and like panic. Yeah. You know, for some people like that's their situation. They like they like might lose their job and then it's, they have like two weeks before they like are kind of like in deep shit. So I think you got to be able to look at that. and You got to be able to like appreciate like that you kind of have this time and then I think you can kind of use it since you do have this time uh, where you don't have as many obligations you can use it to maybe like like make something you know because you can't like you can't apply to jobs all day every day right like I haven't done one yet <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well you could apply for more than that but <laughs> no <Nope. laughs> I'm out here building the TLR podcast <laughs> uh-huh that's, um, that's where my heart's at okay I respect that I respect that um but you know, if there is like any sort of like comedy goals or anything like that, like anything you've ever thought about working on that you might not have had the time to, this is the perfect time to start working on something like that. Yeah. Right. So like now you just you just have more time, so, which is a which is a luxury that not many people are afforded. Yeah, I have time to build. Exactly, and that's it's a really good thing. Hmm. Um, let's see, what would I give you for that? Okay, you guys talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> no, I know it's it's I understand it. It, it can be it can be tough to find the song. Well, also especially I didn't know what your thing was going to be until right now. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's <laughs> you know that's a note for next time. Uh huh. Um, but also it's one of those things where it's just like I didn't I, I didn't know fully what my thing was going to be until like we got talking and stuff mm-hmm. because that's I kind of because when we talk kind of see what your energy what your energy is where you're at so I can kind of bring up my thing. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been getting a lot of no's lately, and um, some of them have been bad, but some of them have been good. I know that feeling, fam. What kind of no, like no's for what kind of stuff? No, I just like just the rejection of just like the uh, the job shit was just a big one, and then like I don't know, just like everything around, like trying to get like trying to figure out like the unemployment process and all that, just yeah. getting a lot of rejection there, and then um, just trying to get booked on shows. Yeah, yeah, that, that pseudo rejection yeah. of just like we're not, just, we're just not gonna get back to you, and that's kind of like a I'm, that's a hard thing. I'm familiar with that. And then no, no, just the internal no, just like is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm. Well, I think we're all probably very familiar with that. Yeah, I think we've all certainly felt that way our fair share. Yeah, and you just go places and like you, you try to hang out with places they tell you to hang out at, and it's like you get that feeling of like you don't belong here. They're not actively saying you don't belong here, but it's just like a question of like, who are you with? Right. Like, okay, so who are you with? All right, bad. but if the person's not here, well, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, I thought about it. Yeah. Put some thought into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I would recommend this song called A New Day by Baby Keem. Uh, it's really just a song. This kid, he's like, he's like, a, he's like 18, 19, and all the songs are just like supremely confident. And this song is just like, all right, it's a new day. I got He says his. He says it's a new day. I got a different bitch. But like for me, it's sort of like it's a new day. Like you gotta, 
you got like the the new day presents like new challenges or like new opportunities for you. Like right, every right. every new day is like a new situation that like you didn't have before. All right, let's get into that. This is trappier than I expected it to start off as. Yeah, I think I went with uh, pretty pretty soft and uh, the sensitive songs, and I was like, all right, let's let's change let's change the vibe. <laughs> He kind of reminds me of St. John. I don't listen to St. John. Oh, St. John's dope. I've heard. Yeah, St. John, my ex was into him, and then we went to the concert, and it was just like, it was funny because I went to that concert, and it was just a bunch of dudes who like, because St. John used to tour with uh, Post Malone, so a bunch of Post Malone fans there, there for him. Uh-huh. Then it was like 10 to 15 like beautiful women, but it was like 100 dudes. Yeah. 10 15 beautiful women that were just all there to see him because he's like a beautiful man or whatever. Uh-huh. But he's good. He's, he's real good. I met him twice. I met him twice, real nice guy. Uh, my ex liked him, and then I dated another girl who turns out was at that same concert. Whoa. Yeah, and I gave her my St. John hoodie. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like, yeah, yeah, it is cool. Yeah, that thing that happened to me is cool as hell, actually. <laughs> no, nah, I was about to say, it was cool, but it was just like, it sent me on like, a, it, it, it was, uh, that was a cool thing that happened, but then like a lot of other shit happened around that, and my life just got super hectic. It was worth it, but it was like hectic. I think I remember talking to you in this period of time. I feel like I was around for this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, Baby Keem, you got check out Baby Keem. I'm check out Baby Keem for real. I like that. No, I like that shit. That had a bop to it. It was kind of like that's some shit that you wake up to. You know, what I mean, exactly. you wake up and you're like, all right, let's get to it. Let's get, let's get, let's get it, let's get it. Yeah, let's fucking do this shit. And so I, I like, like, I like that. Yeah, and that's I feel like that's some energy you could take in. That's the energy you. I need to have because. Yeah. It's easy when you hear when you hear no a lot and like you have this freedom, but you, you kind of feel like you're floating. Man, that's yeah, that's that's how I felt when I first moved here. Like that was my I didn't have a job for like two months when I first moved here, and like I had money saved up, but that shit like it disappears. Mm-hmm. That yeah. money disappears quick, and you can't live the life you want to live. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, and also like at first. I like I already had a phone interview and then I had one interview in person and I was like okay bet like I'm about to get a job and then they didn't give me a job for like six weeks after that so like for a little bit I was kind of spending money like okay I'm about to get a job oh that's the worst fucking place to be bro I should have really been like being like hella conservative but I was like nah I'm about to have a job in like probably a couple weeks and then it was it was six weeks and then I was like oh fuck so by the time the job started out now I was like okay now I'm just eating sandwiches and shit um yeah but I know I know that feeling and then like if comedy's not going well too it's just kind of adding insult to injury yeah man but um that's that yo that's tr that's tlr bro tlr thank you for being a, that thank you for being a guest man i yeah, appreciate man. it thank you for tell, having me tell me where people can find you bro uh you know i'm on twitter and instagram at internet devin uh you can c- also come check out my show dad at the jane hotel it's every month and uh what day of the week uh, it's every month. It's always on a Monday. The Monday switches, though. If you follow my Instagram at Internet Devin, you can find the link to the show, and uh, we post all the show dates there. Word, word. And um, Nick, where can people find you? Instagram, Chambers Comedy. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram as well, uh, at, at Tawandus, T-A-W-A-N-D-U-S. It's so funny to me you changed it to Tawandus. Yeah, I had to, bro. It was a funny story. I'll tell that story later. But um, also, me and Nick, we run a monthly show. At Friends and Lovers every fourth Thursday, but it can vary because sometimes like the fourth Thursday might be like Christmas or Thanksgiving, so we have different dates lined up for that. But if you follow us on Instagram, you'll see more about that. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know. Help us grab a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.